welcome to episode number 294, Reflexology. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Heck, Gabe, Goose, and Meg. Reflexology in this episode, the crew welcomes special guest, Meg Maltz. We cover topics that range from holistic healing, reflexology, health and wellness, effects of the coronavirus, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Sai Baba and Caroline Miss. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Meg, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, so let's jump right into it. So, uh, it's titled Reflexology, um, and you let us know who you are and what you do. Um, well, I'm a reflexologist, a certified reflexologist in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, um, and a practicing reflexologist since 2008. Um, I have five incredible kids. Most of them are much older. I just have one left in high school. And I have um, two wonderful grandkids and one more on the way. Um, so that keeps me busy. Exciting. And, um, yeah. And I've just, I've always um, had a passion for health and wellness since as far, long as I can remember since I was a kid. Um, and I just, I, I absolutely love this work. Yeah. So, so um Health and wellness, right? So we've, we've got, we go through waves of uh, information, uh, one can say, and maybe practices that, you know, come and go and uh, maybe fads, if we may, right? Yeah. Um, and then it's just like, what's the next new hot thing, shiny object? But I want you uh, to explain what you do and it's not anything new, right? No, reflexology has been around for 2,500 years. And yeah, it's, it's a very uh, old science that um, was discovered in uh, Egypt, ancient Egypt, and some of the tombs of um, the emperors. Um, it was also found in China. And, um, you know, this was their primitive way of uh, helping themselves uh, get through injuries and pain and inflammation. It was a very um, hands-on um, modality to treat some of the common illnesses that we still experience today. Um, and I'm, I always had an interest in self-healing because over the years I've struggled with, you know, some of the very common um, you know, complaints that we've all had, uh, chronic headache, for example. And I never liked taking Tylenol. I was never one to just pop a Tylenol to get rid of a headache. And I always was interested in how can I do it in a, in a more natural way that's better for my body. And I'm not, you know, uh, wearing my liver out <laughs> by trying to filter all this medication. Um, so that's, really part of what I do in my business. I, yes, I do, uh, carry out reflexology sessions based on what the client is coming to me for. And I do enjoy that part of the job, but what I love just as much is teaching that individual how they can take care of themselves when these chronic issues pop up and I'll give them a handout. I'll teach them techniques in my office that they can use at home. And people really like that. They love the idea of being able to sit in their car in traffic. And if they get neck pain, neck stiffness, that just keeps creeping up. They can take care of it right there while sitting in traffic or while driving the car. <laughs> just 
peeling back an area on the ear to help with ear pain. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a form of therapy that's for every age group. Um, when, when you're working on young children or the elderly, it's, you know, you're just adjusting pressure and some of the techniques, but, um, reflexology is for everybody. And therapeutic touch is very healing in itself. When, um, when it's being administered, if you will, in a, in an intentional caring fashion and 100% of the focus is on that person and your mind is directing to other things. You're 100% in with that person, which makes all the difference. Wow. How do you, um, uh, probably a deeper question than, um, you know, driving into, uh, but, but how do you, how do you yourself, Meg, how do you harness all that? So it doesn't, you know, weigh on you. Right. Like, you know, I think of, um, my brother, my other brother, Miguel, who's a, who's a barber and he listen he, he gets to almost be, um, his clients probably the first time they get to express themselves sitting in a chair, talking to another individual. So he hears a lot of things, but he has a way, I don't know exactly what his technique is, uh, uh, of just not letting it be his problem, if that makes sense. It's almost like you hear so much trauma or uh, difficulty or challenges and stories. And how do you handle, how do you navigate through that? Well, and, and Jimmy, just as much, you know, think of your friend, a barber coming in to work and he's going to be seeing clients all day. If he's having a bad day and he has yeah. something coping with it at home, how does he put that aside so he can give 100% of himself to these mm. customers so that they're not picking up on that bad energy so that they have a very good experience. So what I do, if I'm struggling with something on my own or something with one of my family members and I'm stressed or I'm upset about it, um, I call it the box technique <laughs> and I compartmentalize and I've done this my entire life. Yeah. And what I do is I just say, okay, this is really stressful. It's got me all worked up. My stomach's bothering me because I'm so stressed out, but I know I have a big client. So I put it in a box, wrap it up, put it in a box and I put it on a shelf and I don't ignore it. I just say to myself, I know what's in that box and I have to deal with it after work and I'll deal with it fully, but not until I finish my job. And then that way, when I mentally put it in a box, I know I still have a responsibility to that, to deal with those feelings or deal with whatever the issue is, but not now, because right now I have to give 100%. But when a client um, has an awful lot that they're unloading, I kind of visualize, you know, like mirrors, and it just sort of bounces off. I, I'm hearing you, I'm listening very sympathetically, and I give all my attention but I try not to um, let it go around and around too much. I let them um, express what it is that they need to express. And then I try to bring them back ultimately to their breath. Mm. I do some breathing techniques with them to, you know, bring that energy down so that they're not all worked up. And everybody that I've ever worked with is very receptive to that. I love that. So, so you mentioned earlier, you've been around health and wellness your whole life, but can you just walk us through how in 2008 um, and beyond and Meg's re reflexology uh, came together? How did you bring it all in, you know, life's worth, uh, life's work worth and, and, and make it happen? Well, as I mentioned, I have five fabulous kids. Two of them have type one diabetes mm. and acquired it um, at a very young age. My, my one son um, was an infant and my other son was a toddler. Wow. Um, that was a lot to manage. Uh, insulin shots and checking blood sugars and making sure they're eating the right food. Um, and I had started reading more about in Europe how they can complement uh, traditional medicine to help a type 1 diabetic and one of the therapies that just kept coming up in all the literature was reflexology because it's non-invasive and it's something that can be done anywhere. And it's a way to uh, decrease inflammation in the body by applying pressure on neurovascular points on the face 
the scalp, the hands, the feet, the ears to help regulate the blood sugar, help with digestive processes and help to stave off those long-term complications with diabetes, blindness, neuropathy, numbness. There's a whole laundry list of things that can happen when the blood sugar is not regulated, if it's not monitored and if you're not um, following, you know, a proper eating plan, if you have type one. So that was my goal. What can I do to help these two little ones live the best life they can uh, so that I could do at home for them? So I found a reflexology school not far from my home. And at the time I was working uh, in autistic support for my local school district. So I would work during the day and then study at night and go to school on the weekends so that I could learn this valuable uh, method. And I started using it on my children. And um, I know it brought them a lot of comfort. It still does to have that therapeutic touch and just to keep those uric acid crystals down, which causes so much inflammation. That was my reason for wanting to study this was for the kids. And then after I completed all my case studies for school, I had to work on neighbors and friends and family and people just kept encouraging me. And um, they would report back that they felt so much relief from whatever the condition was. And they encouraged me to launch this into a business. So after I completed school, um, I was still working in the school district. So I would work at school and then meet my clients after school and on the weekends. And I did that all up until November 1st of 21. And I made the, the jump. I decided I'm going to jump into this full time now and wow. actually do what I've been dreaming of doing all these years, 14 years. I've been wanting to do this full time and, and here I am. So I just feel um, like it's a real, uh, real gift that I'm able to serve more people now and help more people. It's great. Absolutely. So, so in, in saying that, what are some of the um, uh, services one can get at Meg's reflexology? So people can get the traditional foot reflexology, hand reflexology. They can get a Tibetan head, neck, shoulder therapy, mm. relieving headaches, muscle tension, limited range of motion in the shoulders and neck, actually working on the scalp itself, taps into all the muscles, all the joints, all the bones of the body. So even if you have rotator cuff issues or a frozen shoulder, I can access it right on the scalp. Hmm. Um, Japanese... Wow. Japanese face reflexology, which is a very deep therapy on the face, using a little bit of oil on the face, a little face oil, um, helps with Bell's palsy, recovering from a stroke, people with fibromyalgia, Parkinson's, depression, anxiety, PTSD, bipolar, uh, Jap face reflexology, just a general face reflexology to help with hormonal imbalances and digestive issues. Um, Ear candling, people will come in for ear candling to get rid of the excessive wax. Um, so yeah, there's a variety of different therapies that we can do. Now, does does one enter or reach out to you for a consultation or, and then maybe you re make a recommendation or is it kind of both a collaboration? About half the people will go ahead and just schedule online and then we'll talk and they'll fill out a health history form. Okay. We'll 10 minutes talking and I'll get to know them and find out, you know, besides the physicality of what their symptoms are, what's going on emotionally with them so that I can incorporate different techniques to address as many of the issues that they're bringing to me that I can. Um, and then there's other people that just call me and they'll want to talk about what they're struggling with. And I'll talk to them on the phone for a while and then they make an appointment and then they fill out their health history form. Okay. The people, people really want to be listened to. Mm. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, so explain a little bit about 
obviously your 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 passion, your story behind everything. But explain a little bit more the importance of holistic healing. You mentioned it earlier, um, you know, with with not wanting to take, you know, you know, p- particular uh, medications or anything or prescriptions with when you get a headache. Just explain the importance of holistic uh, healing and then maybe relate to it to, you know, maybe the business end of things and why um, this is probably a better, you know, solution than, you know, some of the other suggestions out there. I feel like a lot of people, you know, over the years have been inundated with so much information overload Mm. that you almost feel like, you know, you have to turn to somebody or something to help you feel better. Mm. But what I, what I like to offer is you have everything you need to help yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go see a doctor, but if you have a common headache, or if you have a neck ache or your back hurts, let's try something holistic, something that you could do for yourself at home and see if it it resolves on its own instead of being so quick to jump to putting a pill in your mouth. You know, Um, I, you know, I, I really do enjoy that aspect of it, of teaching people, you know, those different techniques to help themselves. But I, I really, um, I do encourage people to just try to follow a healthy lifestyle, but, you know, go to bed at the same time every day, you know, and turn off the phone an hour before you go to sleep and turn off the volume. So if it pings, you're not going to go look at it in the middle of the night and, you know, trying to eat more alkaline foods and not so much acidic foods. You know, I'm not a nutritionist, but I am taking a class right now in uh, lifestyle um, coaching for Hippocrates Health Institute down in Tampa. And it's all about eating a more raw, a more healthy diet, less meat, less acid, more alkaline. And the more alkaline your blood, the healthier we are. Um, so I, I like to factor in, you know, all these different viewpoints to help support a healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. So can you explain what is restorative treatment and why it's important? So restorative reflexology would really be more of getting the individual into a parasympathetic phase, which is your rest and repair phase. When people come in and they, they talk about what it is they're struggling with and they get worked up just talking about it. I like to access the vagus nerve in the body, just just level things out so that they can rest. Most people do go to sleep within 15 minutes of my work on them. You almost can't help it, but to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, And once that body is in that beautiful parasympathetic phase, your body's more open to, to healing and working out uric acid deposits and congestion that I can feel under my thumbs once I'm working all that out and the body is able to regulate itself and get more blood circulation flowing, lymphatic drainage. You know, it just, it, it, you're bringing your body more into a more harmony homeostasis, which is what it's always striving for. So, so how do, can you explain a little bit of how uric acid deposits happen? Sure. So medications over the counter, prescription medications contribute. They're called high purine elements. So high purine elements could be prescription over the counter meds. It could be um, insecticides that we're breathing in. It could be um, shellfish of any kind, red meat, organ meat, smoked meat, jerky, alcohol, Believe it or not, cauliflower, asparagus, spinach in high amounts create more uric acid. So those high purine elements, when there's a buildup of them in the liver, when your body goes to digest them, they start to crystallize and it turns into uric acid crystals and they settle down into the nerve roots. If you've heard of gout, which is an arthritic 
uh, condition in the joint. Typically, it's in the big toe or the elbows or the knees. Under a microscope, uric acid crystals look like shards of glass. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's painful. And if uric acid isn't treated, it can lead to a whole host of issues. Diabetes is one of them. Uh, issues with your kidney developing kidney stones, circulatory problems. You, you really want to eliminate as much high purine foods in one sitting uh, at, at a meal. And for an example, I had a client last summer. I'll never forget it. She came to me. She's a regular client. And she came in limping. Her toe was all inflamed. And I said, what did you eat last night? <laughs> what, did, what did you eat? She, yeah. went to a clam, she went to a clam bake and threw oh. back to a few beers with dozens of clams. So she had beer and clams. <laughs> so her body was assaulted with so much high purine food, her liver just couldn't possibly filter all that out. Mm. And it all settled down in her big toe. Wow. So it's not that you can never have, you know, alcohol and meat and, you know, shrimp cocktail and clams. It's just, I tell people, I always suggest kind of space it out, have, you know, have your crab cake and then an hour later, have a beer. Just don't have everything at once. You know, give your body time, drink water. How about that? There's an idea. Drink some water in between a beer. Just dilute it so that you're giving your body a chance to, to filter it out, process it, so that you don't end up with that kind of pain and inflammation. Absolutely. So um, before, before we started our call, um, we're talking about pressure points. I started coughing. Um, <laughs> And uh, so, so can you explain that? Is there, obviously there's a science to it, but is there something, maybe a tip or two we can use when it comes to quote pressure points or stay away from? Sure. So um, think of your, your central nervous system as the wiring in your house. When one of your lamps starts to flicker, you get what's called like a brownout. There's some sort of interference on that electrical line. So our electrical lines that are in our spinal cord and our brain that, that, reach out to all the areas of the body, all the organs, the bones, the glands, everything is connected to a nerve root. Sometimes those nerve roots become congested with uric acid and pain results, inflammation. Um, there could be a digestive upset. So when you, here's an example, when you put your finger between your eyebrows, this point, the minute I put one finger right here, that immediately sends a message to my cerebral cortex. Just that stimulation goes to the cerebral cortex and it knows that this is connected to my brain and my neck. So holding just this spot activates that nerve impulse. So if I wanted to continue to work on, say, neck pain, I would put my books up on my desk or my table and I'd rest my elbows here so I don't have to hold my arms up and I would take two fingers two index fingers and I would bring them together and pull them apart and I would do some horizontal movements with some moderate pressure and then I would go in a horizontal motion just this movement right here helps to relieve headache neck tension anything going on in the head a twitching eye, this point is connected to the, to the areas of the brain and of the neck. Another one that you could do, this is very common with people now working from home on computers, is another neck area would again to be supporting your elbow on the table and putting your thumb behind your ear and your index finger right where that curled part of the cartilages just realized I don't have my, um, my light on. I think that might help. There we go. So peeling back, this is called your pinna. Do you see this curled part of your ear? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
these little tiny nerve endings are all connected to the sternocleidomastoid muscle. So when you put your thumb back here and your index finger and you peel this back, again, you're supporting the elbow, you're peeling it back pretty vigorously. You're not doing this gently, vigorously for about 30 seconds to a minute. And at first it might be a little stiff. There's not a lot of blood flow in the cartilage. So as you work it, it'll become more malleable. It'll feel like almost like a piece of clay because the blood will rush in. So peeling this back and then do the other side. Just peel back, peeling back the pinna, peeling it back. And then after a minute, the rotation flexion extension is amazing. And it's so easy. I do it in my car. If I get a little kink in my neck, I roll down the window, I put my elbow on the door jam and I just start peeling back. It's amazing how great your neck feels just by doing something so simple. And as soon as you do it, you know, those nerve endings go straight to the neck. They're all connected. I love it. So if someone was interested in finding out additional techniques, I mean, what would your recommendation be? Um, you know, is there particular books, videos, webinars, or? Uh, there's wonderful books out there on reflexology. Um, you know, just making sure that it's written by a certified or licensed reflexologist. A lot of brilliant reflexologists are in Europe that um, you can easily access. I have a YouTube channel um, that you can also go on, Meg's Reflexology. And during the pandemic, I had a, some companies hire me to, to teach um, caregivers, people that were working in nursing homes, uh, how to manage their stress with being overworked. So there's short little one, two minute videos on three ways to get rid of a headache or three ways to help with insomnia, mm. short videos. Um, and I, and I'm still doing uh, zoom presentations for companies for support groups, people that can't meet in person, but they just need help with, with sleep or depression. So if you're, you know, you're really looking to get more information you know, just do your research and make sure it's it's a, a reputable organization that you're getting your information from. What is your um, just to switch switch gears a little bit here? What is your recommendation for you know, like every everyone has stress in their life or stressors in their life, right? What what happens though, or what's your recommendation to someone who? whose job or just life is is a very high demanding, stressful job um, for uh, the majority of the day. So you're, got, you're on, let's just say, like, with a lot of pressure, uh, unpredictable things too um, that can happen. I mean, w w or just anyone, any, anyone who's just dealing with a lot uh, on, a, on a daily basis. What's your recommendation? As often as you can get outside. That's mm -hmm. number one try to get outside. If even better, earth walking is a very popular, it's been a very popular practice to get rid of inflammation, pain, stress, sleep disturbances, um, helping with inflammation in the body. And all you're doing is you're taking your shoes off, put your feet, if you're working from home and you're close enough to your Wi-Fi and you can stand outside in the grass, get your feet planted in the earth, and let the earth's natural, natural negative ions just pull from your feet, pull from your body. You feel so good just standing on stone or grass, even dirt or sand down at the beach. Do you ever notice how good you feel when Absolutely. you're near the ocean and your feet are in the sand? Your, your body feels so good. No one complains of a backache on the beach, right? <laughs> right. Right? So that I would say if you have a lot of stress, get outside, even to take a quick 10 minute breather. If you can step outside of your office, if you know, if you have a lunch break, get outside, breathe in the air, get the vitamin D. If you can, you know, do it where your coworkers won't make fun of you and you can get your feet flat in the grass, do it. Even after work, that's a great way to prepare for sleep. Now that the temperatures are getting nice, get your feet, your bare feet out in the grass. Absolutely. You know, 
and, and stick to a routine. Go mm -hmm. to bed at the same time. If you're, if you're getting enough rest, you're not so hard on yourself, just be easy on yourself and slow down a little bit. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. It's so hard for some people to do that, but just, pause a little bit and don't be so quick to to jump to the next thing give your body time to process what you're doing before you pivot to the next thing that's being demanded of you i love it gentlemen does anyone else anyone have any questions for meg no i'm good i don't have any <laughs> questions I'm just, I'm just amazed that there's like they have so much medicine out there for all these issues but you can deal with them yourself but rather than like you said taking medicines and stuff like that i'm just amazed that there's like that there's that much more out there for people to to do this i guess people choose the easy route right people usually do where they just don't know mm -hmm. and it's not, not right. and i and i've had that's a good that's a good comment that you made because i've had clients say to me okay so in the last month since you've been working on me, my anxiety has gone way down. I think I'll stop taking my medication. And I say, no, 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 don't stop taking your medication. Um, so what I tell them is talk to your doctor about what we're doing here and, yeah. you know, move from there. But I never recommend people stop medication, but it is a wonderful add-on modality to Western medicine. And I think sometimes right. that's what, um, in the past, what has turned some some people from the medical community off about holistic healing is sometimes it's the it's the uh, the interpretation or the assumption that holistic therapy is to replace Western medicine. It isn't. It's just meant to complement. It's all it is. Right. Right. We don't diagnose. We're ju we just want to help guide you to a healthier lifestyle. And if there's some things you could do that I can teach you on your own, wonderful. Right, right. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. So Meg, so there's obviously we're in the middle of this, uh, this pandemic. And I was just curious, uh, when you opened doors full time it was in 2021. How did you how did you find yourself uh, navigating through the pandemic Did it did it increase business kind of just stay the same? Um, less just how did it all, you know, pan out for you? Well, when the pandemic first started, I, um, instead of working in the school, we were all told to go home and work from home. So I was, you know, doing my job for the school district and doing a lot of classes and, um, you know, trainings online, not working with students. And of course I had to close my business for four months, but then when I reopened, you know, I was following, I still do follow the CDC guidelines of making sure I'm sanitizing, I'm, you know, wearing a mask, clients wearing masks, doing a temperature scan. Um, now, uh, and, and people, you know, started to slowly come back because they needed the therapy. There wasn't a big rush to come back. People were very hesitant. But now, you know, I've really seen since September, people really want to get back to what they're used to. And we do it safely. Um, they're looking more for techniques they can use at home for their kids because this pandemic has had such an effect on the, on the, you know, the mental health of all students of all ages and parents especially love to bring in their teenager or their elementary school kid, or even their college student to have me work on them and then teach them what can you do to help yourself when I'm not with you. So that just seems to be what more people are interested in now. Mm -hmm. Learning, what can they do? It's very empowering when you can help yourself. It is, absolutely. Um, how, I'm curious, Meg, I have, um, um, and my brothers as well, we, have, we all have children. Um, I have an eight-year-old and soon to be four-year-old. Is there anything we could be doing with our kids uh, with reflexology, just out of curiosity, my son plays multiple sports. And um, I know, I mean, growing up, we all, me and my brothers played a bunch of sports, but I don't think this topic ever came up to quote, be careful outside of make sure you stretch. And that was bad as, as the extent. <laughs> well, the fact that you're playing outside, I mean, it's great to see kids outside. Mm -hmm. Be outside as you can. 
Um, but establishing a good solid um, bedtime routine to slow things down, you know, an hour and a half before you're supposed to go to bed and make sure they're going to bed at the same time, slowing it down. You know, one of the great things to build that, to continue to build that bond, to strengthen that bond between you and your child is by giving them a therapeutic touch. And one thing you could do to help with sleep is if your child is laying on the couch and their head is on the arm of the couch, you could pull up a chair and you could pull the chair up right to the arm of the couch with their head right in front of you. And if you take your long fingers and place them at the base of the earlobe and you do one stroke up to where the top of the ear attaches to the scalp and you do 15 passes, it's a beautiful way to get their body ready for sleep. It's very calming. Uh, so it's going up one. I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> up three, down four, up five, down six, and you stop at 15 because you're stimulating the amygdala gland in the brain, which is part of the limbic system. It's going to help to calm. Stop at 15, just hold, and then let go. You're not putting a lot of pressure, but it's firm rhythmic pressure. That's one. The other one you could do on your child, you could do it on yourself, is do figure eights right here. Figure eights with one finger on the forehead from between the eyebrows up to the hairline. You're going to do eight figure eights this way and then go down to the tip of the nose and you're doing eight small figure eights this way and you're stopping between the eyebrows. So you're starting with the big ones and finished with the small number eights. Mm. Very calming and balancing the left and right hemisphere of the brain. And it's great because then you're, you're performing this for your child. So your child's receiving something very loving and caring from you, but then you're teaching them, okay, this is something I could do on myself. You know, you lay in bed, you put a pillow on your chest to support your elbows and you could do it on yourself. Hmm. Yeah, I have five, I have five children myself, so I uh, <laughs> yeah, I can relate. <laughs> Make sure they got to go to bed on time. <laughs> uh, go to bed, yeah, go to bed on time. And you, yeah, eight figure eights five times. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. By the time so I go to bed, it's midnight. <laughs> you know, so I had something happen at the hair salon. Um, where I get my hair cut, they asked me to do reflexology on some of the customers. And at the end of the day, this was last week, this mother brought in this adorable four-year-old um, who was autistic and never had a haircut. His hair was down to here. He was petrified, screaming, crying. And I asked the mom, can I just hold right here in the middle of his hands? And sure enough, he, he really was calming down. He was still crying, but he could, mm -hmm. he could feel that is a therapeutic touch. Just mm -hmm. right there. Yes, it helps with cough. When you're when you've got an allergic cough or a bronchial cough, but it's also great to get rid of hiccups, very calming your solar plexus point. So just when someone's upset, that's a good one to hold. Just pressure point with your thumb. Just pressure it with your thumb. Well, that's it. The way you find it on your own hand is you take your middle finger and you see where it lands. And mine's landing. Okay. Right there. So then I put my thumb right where that finger landed and I just hold it. Okay, all right. Because my daughter has my daughter has like this cough that. You know, it's allergenic. It's from like allergies and stuff like that. And it's just, it's nonstop. And we're like, we're trying to and do calm this it down. We don't know what else to do. So oh, I'm do this too, right over the chest lung area. Just scoop, do a nice sweep. Oh, wow. All the way across. Okay. If she's got okay. Wait, does it matter which hand it's on? No. And then the other thing, since you're bringing it up, this will help uh, boost the immune system when she's going through this. So your thymus gland is a, is a big, when you're when you're a child it's a big juicy gland behind your sternum and when you're small it's like a big juicy grape but as you get older it becomes like a shriveled up prune so okay. to activate take your fist this part <coughs> the knuckle, this part and thump it's called thumping your thymus and you could hear it i'm not going gentle gentle on myself i'm doing a pretty firm knock right on a child a small child it's fingertips or the elderly, it's the fingertips or on a baby, it's even lighter. 
but it activates that thymus gland. That would be really helpful. How old is she? Eight? She's eight. Yes. Yes. She's eight. So stick with, stick with the fingertips, but for an adult, you could do the. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the <caveman. laughs> well, that's what the gorillas do, you know, when yeah. they're, when they feel like they have to defend their pod, they get their thymus, right? That's what they do. That's a very natural way to get themselves ready. Oh, wow. Who's that immune? Mm -hmm. So many things we take from nature. And it works. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. So, so Meg, anything we should be on lookout, anything coming up in the next year or so, or, um, you know, goals you want to hit or things you would look forward to for, uh, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm taking a class on tinnitus ringing in the ears. Wow. Yes. And so many people suffer from it. So, um, I'm, I'm doing that class online with one of my favorite instructors, Lona Sorensen in Barcelona. And, um, I'm also taking a class with her in Temprana therapy, and I'm really excited about it because it, it, it's, it's a class that teaches me how to hold classes for parents. I could do one-on-one, -on -one, I could do small groups to help parents help their children with reflexology who have learning disabilities. Wow. You know, not just small children, it could be an adult child. Um, you know, it could be someone who is struggling with PTSD. So it, it, it's really designed to teach the parent or a caregiver how to help that individual every day. So that I'm super excited about. I can't wait to finish it. That's awesome. Awesome. How do you... Um how do you manage the work-life balance, right? And we, I, I bring this up all the time uh, as a general question, but I kind of want to hone it in for you because of what your expertise is in. It's like my brother, we always say, uh, you know, my brother uh, up there at the top, Miguel, joined us um, a, a little later. He, uh, he can't help but look at haircuts because that's what he does. And so you see someone on TV and, you know, can appreciate the style X, Y, and Z. Um, and I remember, I, I don't, I think she's still around the, 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 the woman from a uh, long Island medium, I believe it was called, but anyway, mm -hmm. so, and obviously it's totally different, you know, things here, but she couldn't help. Obviously it was like a thing to experience what she was going through and basically quote work per se, not necessarily no she was charging anyone, but how do you go about with, is it just a mixture of this is, this is a lifestyle and it's just who you are and what you do. Do you shut it off, turn it back on? How do you keep that balance? Yeah, there's no shutting it off. It's it's yeah. just part of who I am. Um, yeah. You know, and if I'm out and about um, and someone has a nosebleed, you know, I'll show them the point for that. Or, um, you know, I, of course, I tell them what I do and I ask them, would you like to learn a way to help yeah. with that? You know, would you be interested in, you know, if, I, if I'm at a, uh, oh, I don't know, um, if I'm at an event um, and I'm out with my girlfriends and, um, you know, someone has this twitching eye, you know, I could pull that person aside and say, you know, I couldn't help but to notice. Would you like to know how you can help yourself with that? And everyone wants to know, of course. Um, I just, I, I love helping people feel better. <clears throat> Love it, yeah. and I love to share it, and um, I can't just turn it off. But when I'm with a lot of people and I'm helping a lot of people, like today, I, I volunteer my time on Mondays uh, at a place called Kin Wellness, and it, it, it's a wellness center for uh, folks going through cancer treatments, and they don't pay anything. All the practitioners, we all donate our time and services. So, but when I'm done, I'm tired because you know, you're taking on a lot mm -hmm. by what we're going through because I'm a very empathetic person. So, mm. you know, I have to sleep like tonight I'm going to crash. And, you know, as long as I'm getting enough sleep and I'm drinking a ton of water and I'm, you know, eating right. And I'm, uh, you know, not denying myself of something that I know is going to make me, um, 
feel more balanced, then I don't. If I feel like, you know, I, I have to extend my yoga time that I, then I do it. You know, I just make sure I'm putting into place what I have to do so I could be my best for my husband and my kids and my grandkids and my clients. So it is, it is just part of my lifestyle and I'm okay with that. Absolutely. So one really random thought that just came to my mind, I'll just throw it out there. Um, can any of these techniques be applied to our pets if we have dog or cat? Yes. Dogs have dogs and cats have very specific paw maps that you work on the pads themselves and in between the pads. Just like with our fingers, we would work up our fingers for joint relief. We do the same thing, even though they don't have long pads, they have round ones. You work around the pads. But what's really cool, cats and dogs love this. If you dip your finger in uh, chicken broth or beef broth, and you use that on their toes, first of all, they will have no problem having you touch their paws. Yeah. <laughs> a pleasurable thing for them to lick it. And they're licking your fingers and they don't mind. But I always caution people, if your dog or cat isn't used to you touching them, you can't just dive right in. You just mm. have to hold their hand, hold their paw, just gently rest your fingers or your palm on them. And um, gradually they'll get desensitized they'll get used to you touching and then then you introduce the beef broth or chicken broth or even tuna water like an open can of tuna just the water from the tuna um it, it, they just love it and it's so good especially for dogs with hip dysplasia dogs with seizures it's so helpful and you don't spend a whole lot of time it's a couple minutes and you do it a couple times a day and i have apps for that too so you can email me and I can send that to you. That is awesome. I love <laughs> it. Um, so, so, so I'd like to ask, uh, you know, final question on our end uh, to all of our guests. Uh, we have listeners from um, uh, all backgrounds. <coughs> somebody is out there listening to you and you're directly inspiring them through your story and your life's mission. What would you say to the person who is, on the fence of taking that leap maybe that you took uh, maybe a year ago um, to, to live out their dreams, any tips or suggestions or words of wisdom? I'd have to say that if you have a burning desire, like I've had mm -hmm. a, a vision that I just can't stop thinking about, it just keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. Trust yourself that's where you're being leaded. That's where you're being guided. And if it's a clear goal that you've worked out and you really believe that this is something that will fulfill you, go for it. Mm -hmm. Try not to listen to the naysayers, the people that say it's, it's not, you're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to get enough people. It's you're not going to be able to run this. Try to, put that aside and almost take it on as a challenge. I'm one of those people that if someone tells me I can't do something, I almost feel like saying thank you because that's the motivation I needed because I can't prove you wrong. Mm -hmm. Take on that attitude and surround yourself with other people who are like-minded and people that support you and um, just stay the course. Just stay, even when it gets tough, stay the course. There's this great book that I'm almost done reading. It's called um, Relax Into Wealth with Alan Cohen. Um, it's, a, it's a great book to help you um, pivot during adversity or when maybe business isn't so good. You know, great ideas from other high achievers on how they work their way through it and, um, and stayed calm and, and, and trust that it's, it is going to work out. People want to see you succeed and people want to help you. So when you, when you have confidence and you know, you got strong convictions on what it is that you believe that you can do, people feel that and they want to help you. you just do it. I love it. Wonderful. Awesome. 
Thank you for that. So if folks wanted to reach out to you, uh, your, your, your services, what's the best way they can, they can reach you on social media, websites, what have you? They can contact me on Facebook, Meg's Reflexology. Um, they can contact me on, um, on Instagram, Meg's.reflexology. Um, my website is Meg'sReflexology.com. You can go right to my website and you can schedule right there, or you can call me and um, to find out more about what I do. I love it, Meg. Is there anything you're, that's maybe sitting on your heart that you wanted to say today or uh, any topic that we may have missed? Hmm. I just think with everything going on in the world, just know that everyone is going through something mm. and be patient with yourself and try to be patient with other people. And mm. if someone is cutting you off on the highway as you're driving into work, just send them love and be patient because everyone's going through something. Mm. So if we can just all try to take a deep breath and pause and just slow it down a little bit. That's I it. That's awesome. So we like to wrap things up with quotes. And the first one is by Sai Baba. Love one another and help others to rise to the higher levels simply by pouring out love. Love is infectious and the greatest healing energy. And the second one by Caroline Miss. The soul always knows what to do to heal itself. The challenge is to silence the mind. Reflexology. In this episode, the crew welcomes special guest Meg Maltz. We cover topics that range from holistic healing, reflexology, health and wellness, effects of the coronavirus, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Sai Baba and Caroline Miss. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>